three mornings a week, we meet before breakfast for an early morning run. We spend most of our time planning and reflecting on what's happening in our classrooms. This has become our favorite professional development. So we figured, why not share these moments with you? Welcome to Math Before Breakfast. This is episode 68. I'm Tracy Prophet. I'm Ruth Urquiaga. And I'm Jay Prophet. And welcome to another week in trying to educate from home, friends. Work from home, educate from home, cook your meals at home, <laughs> hang out with your husband all day at home. <laughs> what did your daughter say? Oh, she said she is homesick, but backwards. The opposite. The yeah. opposite. Yeah. <laughs> that was such a good way to describe it. It was. Yes. Um, I had my first uh, corona education um, dream last night. I have to, I have oh, to share that before we before we roll. Um, and that is that I, you know how the, the, the details get a little fuzzy after you wake up. But so something about my principal calls me on the phone, which she actually did that yesterday. And it, and it kind of like surprised me. Um, but she called me on the phone in this dream and she was like dictating something and I know she's picturing in her mind that I could just like whip out a piece of paper and write it down. Well, I wasn't at home. I was at a church lunch, like down the street. And I'm like, well, actually, I took a break for lunch and I'm over at this church lunch. And then in the back of my mind, I'm like, but it's it's coronavirus. You can't do that. I'm like, we're not supposed to be together and you're not supposed to be out. You're supposed to be working from nine to three. Oh no, I'm going to get in trouble. And I don't really, that's kind of like when I woke up. So anyway, <laughs> like and she was in cold sweats telling me her story. Yeah. So I, anyway, I'll, I'll stay home. I'll work. I won't go to church lunch. I won't go to church lunch down the street. I promise. <laughs> what, what a weird thing to dream. Anyway. Um, so this, to this, uh, this week we're going to talk about, where we are in what we're trying to do teaching, like what both of our school systems are doing. They're they're pretty different. Um, and then we're going to – I'm going to share two things from the parent perspective that have worked really well this week and one thing from the coach's perspective. And then we'll hopefully spend the rest of the time helping Ruth plan week two, right? Right. And then Jay's got something to share at the end too. So yep. there's the outline, folks. All right. Write that down. Know where you are. No, I wrote it down already. I mean, um, for them listening, so they can keep track of where they got are. Got it, got it. Okay, so Ruth, what? Tell me, what's your, what are your thoughts about week one? You're 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 on Friday of week one, so what's up? So, yesterday, our principal sent us an email, and he said, "If I had all the money in the world, I would buy each of you this shirt, and it's a shirt that says less is more.'" Okay. <laughs> Did you some? It's a lame thing to buy with all the money in the world. Right. <laughs> just just the give Bible, me the money. <laughs> the Bible teacher replies with, yeah, save your money on the shirt. I'd rather have this with some, like, big nasty car that he wants. <laughs> the Bible teacher. That's yeah. funny. <laughs> that was funny. Um, so that's kind of the motto, less is more. Because as much as we've overwhelmed parents is what we've done. Yeah. Um. Elementary teachers have gone over the top with creativity and all we've heard is how creative their lessons are and it's so great. They're thinking out of the box and taking nature walks and then the elementary teachers are like, my child sat down at 830 and did not get up until 830. The elementary teachers? The elementary, well, the the elementary parents are are saying that and even like the teachers that my colleagues who have elementary kids yeah she said they can't do anything by themselves it's really good activities like okay click here and look at this picture now type a sentence about what you see now let's predict this text now click here listen to me read this text Mm -hmm. now click here and answer these two questions and She's like, elementary kids can't do any of that. So you have yeah. to sit over them. And it is short. So you're only going to look at the picture for a couple seconds. So it's not like you can say, well, look at this picture and I'll be back. Yeah. You just have to sit there with your kid. <sighs> um, and when you have that elementary kid and then you have a sixth grader and then you have a 10th grader. Yeah. Your day has gone. And so. Yes, we are still educating your kids, and we've put a lot of work into it, 
but you're feeling overwhelmed. And that's kind of what I got from my sixth graders is I'm overwhelmed. And it's not even that I'm overwhelmed because you ask me to model a fraction. I mean, that's probably the easiest part out of all of this for them right, right Like now. I'm asking you to model one half times one third. What does half of a third look like? And you can do it any way you want. I'm not being specific about what what tools you have to use. But I have to see it. Yeah. And so we... Honest, I modeled it. I did, really. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's just been a little bit like, okay, I got to think of something else that these students can do. And I even like, okay, here's a website that's got 10 problems that you have to multiply fractions, type the answers in, like a practice worksheet. Yeah. I did it. I don't ever do that. And I did it. Yeah. And there's glitches, like so many glitches that they have to call the IT department and the ID department has to send me an email that says this doesn't work if they open it on a tablet. And if I give you a video direction of where to click, like I gave them detailed directions about how to send an email. Well, if you are on an iPad, you don't have the waffle to say click on Gmail. You have to download the app. So it's just... Wait, a waffle? That little... The little... Oh, the app. Okay, gotcha. The okay, it looks like a tic tac toe board. My my brain was. Oh, was, I thought that's what you called it. Like, <clears throat> so some people obviously do. I've heard it called that. Okay, so it's the waffle, and then Trace told me that the three ver three horizontal lines are called a hamburger. hamburger. Those are I mean, like colloquial names. That's not what Google calls it. Oh uh, well. Anyways, so now my students are sending me emails like, I don't have a waffle. Where's the waffle? I don't have a hamburger. <laughs> There's no waffle. I'm sorry. Download the app. Send me an email. Anyways, yeah. And so live and learn. Yeah. You said you gave your girls, you met with all your girls and you met with all the boys and you gave your girls a speech. Did you want to talk about that? So I put them all on Zoom. I would like to just talk about the girl Zoom because it was very nice. (laughs) Um, Everyone muted their um, background. Everyone muted themselves None of them were trying to change their backgrounds. None of them were dancing in their webcams, trying to get everyone's attention. They were just sitting and listening. Hmm. Oh, my. It was amazing. (laughs) And so I was trying to encourage the girls that this is like the first week of school. And I reminded them. I was like, do you guys remember when you came to class the first day of sixth grade and we said, this is your resource schedule? Week A you have band on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. In week B, you have band on Tuesday, Thursday. And every other day, you have PE. And do you remember you felt overwhelmed and you wanted to cry because you never, ever thought you'd figure out that schedule because it was so confusing? (laughs) Well, strap in because here we go. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, but you did. And you totally get it now. It's like, that's what this is all about. You are freaking out because I'm asking you to upload a picture. Yeah. But you're going to figure it out, and then you're going to know. And guess what? You're going to know how to upload a picture for the rest of your life. And so you just have to learn a whole lot. And you're doing a really good job learning a whole lot. Because, look, you're already on Zoom. That's step one. (laughs) You know? So I feel like that's even how teachers have to approach this is this is like the first week, the first day of school. And you're going to jump right in and – they're going to know your expectations in the classroom, but you have to reestablish your expectations out of the classroom. And there is where I went wrong with my Zoom meeting with my boys <laughs> because I just assumed the girls knew the expectations would be the same. Yeah. So you didn't give them the, the list of instructions that listed, don't jump up and, you know, dance around. And, right. And Sit and quietly at your pictures seat. pictures of glowing toilets on the... Yeah. Don't share your screen with everyone without asking permission. Don't try to get everyone's attention on you instead of us. Yeah. Close your eyes when we pray. Uh, I mean. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. It was just like Miss Campbelletta prayed at the end of our meeting. Uh-huh. And, well, yeah. <laughs> no one was and praying were, with And Ms. they were sixth grade boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and sixth grade boys were yeah. exactly that. So my encouragement to anyone starting is to just have really low expectations. Yeah. Um. And, and think about how the first week of school, we all say, even the first two weeks of school, we say are not an academic focus. It's a community building and expectations and like, whew. Yeah, but, and this is my like, 
if I give them two weeks, then what do I have left? Four? Yeah. For the end of school? Yeah. Like the first two weeks of school, you're like, I am establishing myself yeah. for the next how, I gotcha. however many weeks. And now 34. you're like, I'm going to establish myself for the next three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you're done sooner than I am. Or we are. We've got a ways to go. Yeah, we're done the end of May. Well, it's the same time. All right. Well, heed that advice. That's good advice. Um, so our division, is there anything else you wanted to say about yours? Our division is sort of rolled out their plan this week. And the, the gist of the plan um, is in elementary. I don't I don't really know anything about middle school and high school. And I think it's probably different. But in elementary, yeah. um, they reorganized everybody. Every person that's, a, you know, a salaried. Is that the right word? Instructional. It, but, instructional. Yeah. Um, like all of those people got reorganized into a team. And so you're on the pre-K team or the kindergarten, first, second, third, fourth, fifth team. And you have a new person that you report to, like a new leadership team. And together, those people, which it's about 50 people on a team, are creating the learning experiences. They're being very particular about not calling it instructional experiences the learning experiences for your grade level and then they're going to be put on a choice board and it's going to be distributed through our school system's website so as a parent I have a second grader so I'll go into the website and I'll look at the second grade um site and there will be from week one a choice board for every day each day has four subjects going across, and they're supposed to pick one activity under each column. And under each column, there are four things. This is a lot, right? There's four. There are four things, and it says like learn something new, or create, or review, or do a tech thing. Those are the four choices under each subject. Um, so that's a lot to create, but the good part about that is that you have a team of 50 people. So in most cases, those teams have split up into, um, a subject within your grade level. So I'm in charge of the fourth grade math. Yay. (laughs) Best, best place for me. Um, and so then I have 15 people. My team was big because a lot of people wanted to do math. Yay. Um, (laughs) and those 15. I think a lot of people wanted to work with you. I don't think so, but thank you. I don't think they... Anyway. Um, So then those 15 people, we are in charge of creating the math things for a week. And then if you split up, we split up even further into days. And so all it's turned out, thank goodness, is that four teachers are creating four activities for the week. And the, and the, the, the... important part to notice about that is that because we live in a city where a great number of people don't have the resources that they would need to do the kinds of things that you're assigning, um, we have to really be careful about what kinds of things we're putting on this choice board. You know, some of them, like some of them are, are links to things on the internet, but a lot of them are just things that hopefully you can just do at home if you have minimally paper and pencil, you know? hopefully and 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 there are teachers going well what if they don't you know there are houses where there might not you might not find a writing utensil you know like when you need it um and what i keep telling the teachers is like thankfully we are can only do right now the part that we are being asked to do like i asked i when my when i got finally got on the zoom meeting with my 15 people, I was like, I still have so many questions. I have all the same questions that you do. I don't know all the things, but we're assigned this tiny little piece and we'll let the people who are above us who are getting paid a few more bucks than us figure out that part, you know? Um, And it's frustrating that we don't have all the answers, but let's do this part real well. So a bang up job here and then let them figure it out. And and just like in with yours, there's going to be hiccups, you know, like how do the people get it that don't have internet? How are they going to get to this document? We don't know. We don't have that figured out. Like hopefully somebody ahead of us is thinking a couple steps ahead. That was it. in an email this week about, you know, and, and I'm not, I'm not trying to correct you. I'm just yeah. saying they, they did send that out to parents. Of course, if parents go get email, then 
Well, it, it went out by phone too, though. Okay, because it was telling you. Oh, that's right. Yes, um, you know what? Who to call downtown and who to yeah. you know whether you're arranging to come pick stuff up or come use. You know, it's it's tough, but they they have done, I think, a remarkable job of right away providing for families. Yeah, and now you know you know working on this and making it truly you know within everyone's reach yeah. to at least understand what's coming and to know what what things are going to yeah. be there they did put out a survey about people's technology access which we're all like okay the divisions around us did this you know a couple of weeks ago but you know what it's all right like they were they were i do appreciate a bit of like not jumping in too fast you know that, that we could not fault them they haven't done that <laughs> um so that's good um <clears throat> So they sent out a survey and I think they're just like, we don't know. So we're going to put out something that we think is going to work for most people. And then we're going to solve those problems as they come to us, I think is what they're. So that's kind of where LCA was too. Like, this is what we're providing, but we have also created this email and this is where our IT guys are going to be on this email every day. And if you have any questions, you need to just send, you know, like. Send the IT guys that question. And then I had us, um, my special ed teacher called me on the phone and was like, so I just spent two hours on the phone with one of your students and we didn't do any math Wow, because she didn't know where to click and she didn't know how to do this and she didn't know how to do that. And he's like, I feel like I need to spend my time helping her do the math. And she's worried about the technology. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's so many like unanswered questions, you know? And whew. And I and I can tell people are trying to advocate for their students in those kinds of situations and you know, it's not perfect. It's mm-hmm. real messy, you know, in the middle of like we have to realize there's still this pandemic going on and we're all kind of like it see it still feels kind of far away from us, you know? It hasn't like blown up in our city. Um, hopefully people will stay home and it won't blow up in our city. Yeah. That's what I'm. Well, if they're having to sit at their table from 830 to 830 doing homework, they're not going to be going out and playing. (laughs) Good point, JJ. All right. Um, so I, I do have two things to share from the parent perspective that have been helpful. Yes. No one, for those of you who, you know, school systems are putting out pages and pages of choice boards and Google Classroom assignments, you might not need them. But if you need something, um, one of the things that I have um, used is the Math Art Challenge. It's a hashtag on Twitter, and Annie Perkins is running it, and she's putting up a fairly simple challenge every day um that has some every day every day yeah wow I, it appears every day i think i don't think i've missed any uh, or i don't think she's missing i don't really know um and she does like a simple video you know sometimes it's sped up sometimes it's just her like i would assume holding her phone or ipad or something and it's like a starting point. Here's the main idea of how you do the thing. And then people are like taking it and trying it different, you know, adding their own spin to it. Um, and I also, and, and then they're posting their pictures back on Twitter. I also know, know that she's collecting them in a website in case you um, are trying to like share this with your students and they don't have Twitter, then you can send them to the website for the basic general directions. Um, so one day, I think last week maybe, we tried it at my house, and I I didn't want the pressure of picking one because <laughs> there she already had a lot of them in there. There were maybe 12 at that point or something. And so we, I went to the website, and I just, like, clicked through and let my kids look at the main idea of what each one was, and then they picked one, and we went forward with it. So the one that they picked first was the origami butterfly one where – she gives you directions of how to make this butterfly, and it's fairly simple. And then she, the challenge was to make it at different sizes and then just notice and wonder about what you see when you make them in different sizes. So they made like six different sizes, right? Yeah, um, six sizes. And I'll share, I'll share a tweet, a, a picture of their sizes on the um, – But they didn't just stop at one of each. They made a lot. There's They're a lot of butterflies in all the over the house. But you know what? It bought me a lot of work time, JJ. I'm not upset. I think it's cool. <laughs> I'm just saying – it's not like they did their six and stopped. Yeah. They enjoyed it and they kept yeah. making them. And Adley has strung them up underneath her bed, yes. on her little, over her desk. Yeah. And 
there's a whole bowl of origami most of butterflies yeah. in the den that I told Adley looked like a bowl of um, potpourri, to which she said, what's potpourri, Dad? <laughs> yeah. And I said, um, well, it's like dried flowers and bark that smells good that people keep in clear bowls <laughs> when you get older. Um, and so... <laughs> And, I, and so she goes, oh, yeah, I've seen that at people's houses or, or, or at yeah. church or whatever. So yeah. I, would, I just really like my bowl of uh, origami potpourri in the den. Yeah. Well, I put the bowl there because they were all over the kitchen table. And I was like, these things have to be contained somewhere. <laughs> they need a home. So yeah. it's in the den in a bowl. Um, so the cool thing is that that has led to my kids' new favorite pastime. And I'm delighted that they are, like, really into origami. And so every day after lunch on their little schedule that they are getting to kind of keep track of, um, they have a big old origami time. And they go to YouTube and they search up some new thing to learn in origami. And they've been working together. They're like... It has been delightful for that part. Yeah. Um, and it all, I know it only works because we have Adelie, who's... I think fairly good at it. She can... Origami? She, yeah. Yes. Um, I think she's passed fairly. I think yeah. she's gone beyond a fairly good. And she's really helping Trip. There's no way he could watch those videos right. and just produce it on his own. And he's, he's also helping. gotten better at, you know, it used to be the first time he would mess one up, he would throw it down and puff and be angry. Yeah. He's gotten a lot better at his, I don't know, patience, at his resilience, whatever it is you want to call it, of, yeah. you know, trying. And then the other day when he got something, I don't even remember what it was. But he made it, and you know, finally after like three tries, and he came and was super excited. I know. Yeah, it was a ninja star. There's this one that like actually has moving parts and goes from a octagon to a ninja star or something like that. So, if I would, you know, I think it's funny how there are things that we're not buying as a society because we're not out. Like we're not our family goes skating all the time and we're not skating. We're not spending any money skating. We're not buying gas, right? Cause we're not going anywhere. There's things that we're not Even buying. Though gas is like crazy cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Mike keeps watching gas prices, but <laughs> let's go on a trip. <laughs> <laughs> we're not buying airline tickets. You know, we're not traveling. There's things we're not buying, but then I think that there are probably things that we are buying a lot of. Um, and I'm getting, I'm sort of getting distracted here, but um, if you, I would say, like, if you haven't already, and you're you need you have bigger kids that you need to keep um, entertained, a box of origami paper is worth its weight. It is yeah. worth the price of it. Like we bought, I'll, we'll link the one we have. We have this one thousand. So much better than trying to make it. Yeah, we have this box of one thousand pieces of origami paper, and it has. We have just gotten our money's worth out of that Joker. Oh yeah. Twenty times over. So we'll we'll put the link to that one, and if and that's that's a expenditure. If you if you can. If you can hack it right now, that's a that's worth it. Okay, that was a long-winded. Thank you, Annie Perkins. There's way more than just origami. Check it out; it's awesome. Have you been looking at it? I've been talking? looking at it. Yeah, <laughs> it was like which one of these should I link? I'm, thinking, yeah. I'm just going to link her page. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. There's the your math. Thing. Yeah, it's great. When we're done, I'll tell you about some of the ones that other ones with we have tried. Okay, would you like to talk about the other one, mystery science? Yes, I'll talk okay. about mystery science. And I don't know because you found it and and started the kids on it, so I don't know the the origin story of mystery science, but um, I've been doing it within the last couple of days and it's, you know, there are themes or topics and then those are broken down into lessons. And, you know, most of the lessons are in the neighborhood. Well, they have things that are like mini lessons are like five or 10 minutes. And then they have lessons that are closer to 45 minutes or so yeah. with like an introduction video. And it's all, you know, that's video based. It's all instructions in these videos and you kind of, go from video to video and it's it's packaged on his website it's not like you have to go to youtube and follow video links or click on this to go here to go here it's all packaged in one convenient spot on his website per lesson yeah and so there's like a you know maybe 10 maybe not even 10 maybe 7 to 10 minute like introduction video about what that day is going to talk about um for instance yesterday we were talking about um volcanoes so there was a little introductory talk about volcanoes, but not just volcanoes in general. It was a story about the, this guy or this volcano that started forming in Mexico in the 50s and, and going on. And so there's like an introduction video. Then there's um, some activities. Sometimes it's, you know, listen to this or watch this or watch these videos and explain this. Um, but they have printouts to, you know, print out and hand the kids. If there's like a, like yesterday, there was a lot of, 
um, it was a map and you had to put things on a map based on a, a grid. The other day we were doing one that was listening and filling in a chart. And for that, I, we just made the charts on paper instead of printing them out because I hadn't, hadn't done that in advance. But, you know, I, we have a second grader and a sixth grader. So, you know, it's not like they're right beside each other in school, but the, yeah. the content is interesting enough that the sixth grader who knows a lot of this is still learning and getting extra bits and pieces, but it's not so far over the second grader's head that he doesn't understand it. And they're helping each other. And, and it's it's just been, I mean, I've only done this, I think, for two or three days. Well, I've been in charge for two days, watched some of the, the third day. And it's been really interesting to watch them, you know, enjoy it, get something out of it. And, you know, do their work and help each other. Um, and, you know, it's not big and flashy and overproduced. And it's not, you know, it's not ridiculous. It's, but it's really good. And the kids have really enjoyed it. And yeah. it's, and it's, it's not just for fun. They're learning. It's, and it took out the stress of like the planning it. Yeah. <laughs> we, we both. Two days as Mr. Wizard and I was done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so if you, if you feel inadequate in the science department, like I do, or feel inadequate in the, I mean, Jay knows a lot, but in the planning of it got really crazy. This just simplified life. Speaking of making purchases, we have put off buying a printer for a very long time. And I know a lot of families are like, heck no, I'm not buying a printer for, you know, homeschool, but we did, we, oh, we already did. Well, it's not here. Oh, wow. Good job. (laughs) I was like last yesterday, like, okay, you got permission, buy us a printer because we we need it and we we needed it anyway so we've been limping along for a very donated long time and, gi- and given away printers for, i don't know our whole life our, yeah our basically whole married since life. we've been married i don't know if we've ever purchased <laughs> we a printer haven't. i don't think we, we always either. so we've purchased a printer but only at yard sales yeah. and this last move i'm like nope put that thing in the trash because we have two they match oh we bought them his and hers printers well it was just like two different yard sales and we took one home and Mike cooked it up and it worked. And then the following week we saw the same printer and he's like, it's got ink in it and they only want 10 bucks for it. We're going to buy it and take the ink out. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah. And it would work every single time on his computer. But I was at home writing lesson plans and needed to print something. Error. Every time. And he would come upstairs and be like, I don't understand why you keep getting errors. I don't understand either. I don't do anything to my computer and you've hooked it up and you've made it print. So we just put them in the trash and we do not have a printer at our house. Oh. Are you getting one? Um, no. Yeah. I got some uh, used ones here. <laughs> yeah. You can have our leftovers. Don't take the, yeah. You yeah. don't want the one that one of we're is, getting is a rid pain. of. It's in pieces behind me. You, can maybe it, you see have to table. like paper, unpaper jam it every single print. Like no, one, every, every, print, every, every page. sheet. Yeah. It's bad. Okay, moving on. That's why we're buying a new printer. (laughs) So, Mystery Science, shout out to that guy. I think his name is Doug or he pretends it's Kevin. Okay, great. Shout out to that guy because you are just saving our first hour of the day every day. Thank you so much. And and let me, this is, I'm mainly saying it so we remember. He's got this particular page where you go to that's like, if you're doing home education, this is the spot. And he's put his favorite, like the easiest ones, basically. He's put them in there. That is the link that I Perfect. It's it's money. I was just picking from the list. And I'm glad I did because I found some cool stuff. Yeah. And I think he just put them there because they don't have a lot of materials needed. Yeah. that particular list that he's put together. So thanks, man. You just well done. I hope people support you out the wazoo when this is all over, when yep. they don't have to pay or they when they need to pay for it. <laughs> um, okay, one more little advertisement for this of tools that I found or, or we have found. One is is um, called Loom. Jay, do you know about this? Loom. Loom. Yeah. Isn't that the little thing you make uh, potholders on? Yep, that's it. It's also a site that's screencasting. Am I really teaching you something you never heard of before? I'm he has like... not heard of it because Loom was one of the first things that our yeah. IT department I'm, sent out. I, I remember that now is one of the things I didn't, hadn't heard of. Jay before. said I haven't heard of it. Okay. And so because Jay hadn't heard of it, I didn't even try it. Okay. And now you're going to tell me it's super easy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, so anyway, our IT department is doing a fantastic job putting out. They said they're going to do 20 days in 2020 or something like that. And so they're doing one tool a day and they have this formatted kind of email resource package or whatever thing that they're doing. I don't know how much of it I can share because I feel like they are creating it 
in their own um, like Google Drives and stuff. So I don't, I don't know that I can put it on here, but I'll put what I can share. Um, there, it's just really neatly packaged how they're communicating it to teachers. And Loom was one that I saw this week. And I've been using Screencast-O-Matic to record. Um, that's how so I was. So it's screen recording. Yes. It's not, Did I say that wrong? I, I had said, said it You may have said it correctly and I misunderstood okay. you. Okay. It's screen recording, screencasting, screen recording or whatever. It's just so much simpler than Screencast-O-Matic. And it actually, here's the step that I like, is that it feels like it's hosting the video you can download it but it feels like it's hosting the video in their site so it just i like made a quick one to show somebody how to schedule a zoom meeting in the calendar and in the google calendar and then i just was like here's the link it just like spit out a link and so they go straight to the picture straight to the video inside loom's website so i don't have to do the step of saving it and then either deciding do i send them this big file or do I put it on YouTube and then get wait for it to upload and then give them the link? Is it L O O M? Yep. Just like Loom. Yeah. Okay. And the other thing that I think is cool is that you you know how your head, you know how if you're screencasting, you can choose to have your head in it, right? It just puts it in a circle. It just looks cute, like instead of <laughs> instead of a rectangle <laughs> in the corner. It's just the aesthetics. It's the little. It things. is kind of the aesthetics yeah. of it, and then you can like move it around. You can move the circle around, and you can make it. You can change the size of the circle. Um, and I clicked on my ITRT's site, watched a two-minute video, and then I was like, oh, I can do this. And I practiced, and I sent her one. I was like, look, I'm practicing. I can send you a video. Click, and I was done. So it's that easy to learn. There's probably a lot of things I don't know how to do, but, you know, in this age of, like, resources coming at you Is so that something fast, that, that is, you know, been made available to teachers, or is it, like, is the reason I'm asking is we have a, a solution, and this is purely for my wanting to know. A solution. <laughs> Listen to last week's episode if you're lost, like, why we're this singing. Right. <laughs> okay. We have a suspension in our campus um, that, you know, you know, a solution for screen recording. Yeah. You know, we, you know, at the university level, we've done a lot of the same things that you guys are doing, how to, you know, how to change now. You know, we are trying to, you know, get right back into the expectations, the rigor, the everything that right. these classes had already. So it's not the it's not the same product, but a lot of the same issues with people that have never taught online or, um, you know, use their computer are now being expected to teach online. And so mm -hmm. we've had to we've had to make things a lot you know, make it easy to get in, very low barriers to get into, very easy to, to make something work. And we're trying to make tools do as many things as possible without having to go create other accounts or create this and that. Yeah. And also that that prevents um, a lot of extra responsibilities or, you know, work for students as well. And so one of the things we've been having trouble with is for students to create either videos of themselves or a screencasting video, because the, the thing that we're using Right now, we have we don't have the licenses to make it available to all of our students, um, and you know we're again trying not to have them go out and all these things online. And so I was just wondering about how easy it is to get into it, and if it's you know what are the barriers of getting into this? Yeah, um, it appears that you sign in with your Google account, which makes it really easy. Um, I think I think they said it was like. You know, one of those things that's been free because of... So it's $4 a month, except for coronavirus, like for teachers and students, it's free, that pro version. So okay. there's a basic, it says that it lets you record and share. And for $4 a month, you can also record and edit. Mm. Okay. So and that's the part features. that's free. Okay. Cool. So it's worth a try. And I'll put as... I'll, you know, my... the the. ITRT team that put this together, they are linking to other people's resources in some way. So yeah. maybe I'll, if I can't share their, the cool way that they presented it, I can at least put some of the easier links, like the video where I learned how to do it in two minutes. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, Loom. We appreciate you. Okay. Jay, do you want to share your thing before Ruth plans sure. so we don't forget you? That's fine. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm sorry. That'd be great. Thank you. Yeah, Tracy. you're welcome. A couple weeks ago, I was talking about a video that Matt Parker um, put on YouTube, and he's the one that his his YouTube channel is Stand Up Maths. And you know, if you haven't seen him, go check it out. He's 
I just love watching his videos. It's a good mix of really deep math nerd stuff with he's funny and he's got, you know, sometimes it's, it's just, it seems like sometimes he's somewhere and something happens and he makes a video about it just off the top of his head. And, cool. and it's, it's pretty good. Anyway, this, this week or, or this, the video is, is just over a week old. Okay. Wait, does he have an accent too? Because he's, he's from, Oh, I might have to listen to him. Cause sometimes I listen to Joe Bowler just because I like her voice. <laughs> Awesome. Well, I don't think he sounds much like Joe Bowler, but oh. he is he is he is definitely British. Um anyway, he did a video on math the different math misconceptions or or things like that. And and the one this week was he had um found a, a tweet that somebody had put out maybe a, maybe a week before that. So this, you know, the tweet I am not looking at a tweet. I wrote a, I wrote down the the thing, but I didn't keep the the picture. So I don't know what the date was. But this is a misconception I've seen before, and thought, "How do you how do you think that?" But um, this is the one that talking about Mike Bloomberg, who was running for the Democratic um, as as a candidate for for president. It said Bloomberg spent five hundred million on ads. The U.S. population is three hundred twenty million. He could have given every American a one million dollar check and still had money left over. He said, I feel like, and this is, this is not him. This is somebody online. I feel like a million dollar check would be life changing for most people. Yet he wasted it all on ads and still lost. And so most of you who are listening may have heard this before or seen this kind of example before and know right away what the deal is. Can you um, say the, the numbers? Again? I sure can. You don't have to read the whole thing. Bloomberg spent $500 million on ads. The U.S. Okay. population is only $320 million. He could have given every American a $1 million and still had money left over. Okay. Um, and Matt was really trying hard not to ridicule this person or make fun of this person. Um, I don't remember if it was this exact tweet, but it was also like on MSNBC's news show one day and like, you know, right up there and the news anchor saying it and the guests like, I know it's just, you know, we don't think about it, but this is such so much money and da, 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 da. And how much could this thing have helped? And, I think Matt does a great job at not ridiculing people because my first thing was, you know, maybe not ridiculing, but thinking, oh, somebody else fell for this because I'd seen this before. There's something uh-huh. like this. Um, and he was saying that in so many things in our life, we take the unit and drop it off of there. So when, you know, you have seven airplanes or, or whatever it is, we, we remove the, the units to do all the math and then put the units back on. Okay. And he says he thinks that what people do over and over is the million dollars, instead of dollars being the unit, we think millions of dollars being the unit. And so when you take 500 divided by 320, that's more than one. And then you put the millions of dollars back on as the unit, then that's what people's brains do. And that's why people think, oh, we could have given... $1 million to every person. And that fits in this thing when, when it's really just over a dollar a person, mm-hmm. it's yeah. not a million dollars a person. Um, but he's, you know, it was just interesting his, you know, picking it up and talking about it, but then explaining it and, and saying, you know, this is why, and, and not saying people are dumb, but this is, this is one of those misconceptions or ones, a way we do math in our head other ways and apply it to this and That's why it doesn't cool. work. Sort of explaining um, where the misconception comes from. He was also talking about how on the news show, he said he's been on, you know, been interviewed or this and that. And he said, you know, that it's just a frenzied environment and somebody's talking in your ear. Hey, this just came up and say this and say this and say this. Mm-hmm. And that guy is not, is not given the benefit or it was a, a, a man and a woman in this case. They're not given the benefit to sit there, write it down, look at it. Does this make sense? And then share it. They are being force fed information to share online because they want to get out and ahead of people or they want to be, yeah, you know, and it was, I thought it was excellent in how he presented it and then explained what it is that causes this misconception over and over. Cool. That's so way one. to go, Matt. Yeah. I'm a fan. Awesome. All right. Thanks for sharing that, Jay. You're welcome. Ruth, are you ready to think about next week? <laughs> so... I'm ready to think about next week. I have two issues. The first issue is that, oops, I forgot I didn't teach subtraction of mixed numbers. And this week we have multiplied fractions. Fractions times a whole and fractions times a fraction. Okay. So first decision, do I teach 
multiplying mixed numbers? Or do I say, okay, and this week we're going to subtract? <laughs> <laughs> um, part of me says I should multiply mixed numbers. Then I should divide and divide mixed numbers and give them a test at the end of multiplying mixed numbers and test them at the end of dividing and then teach subtraction with mixed numbers. And if I don't make it to ratios, I don't make it to ratios. Thoughts? I would lean more thinking big picture. I'd lean more towards if you don't teach subtracting mixed numbers, you don't do subtracting mixed numbers. That I'd let that be the thing you leave out it and it's over ratios. Because ratios hmm. because ratios are going to build more than fractions are thinking further into life. Okay. Into math. So you're in agreement that I should not stop multiplying and insert subtracting mixed numbers right now. I think Sounds it's like gonna, a trap. It's a trap. Oh, why, no. why is it a trap? Like, so you're saying, yeah. let's just like, get this down to, to play it back, which Tracy said didn't have I to. think it would feel really wonky. <clears throat> okay. And I think that there's good, there are going to be holes. Like, in real life, are we going to sit down and subtract mixed numbers by hand? No, you're not going to. You're going to figure out how to turn that sucker into a decimal and subtract it. You know, like, we got we to gotta make big picture decisions here. Okay. I think so. Check. I, I give you permission if you needed that. it to leave it alone. I did come back. Um, so next up is multiplying mixed numbers. This week, for their assessment, um, I did the video of walking around my house. Okay, and I gave them some really cool real life fraction problems, and we did four problems in the video, and then at the end of the video, I gave them. Like in the video, I was like, look, here we are in my laundry room and this bottle of Lysol or this bottle of Windex has 32 ounces in it and it's only five eighths full. How much is in there? Mm -hmm. So then I stopped and we solved the problem together. And then for the test at the end of the video, it said, so my husband made me clean the windows and now it's only three eighths full. How much do you think is in my bottle now? Okay. Um, so they had four of those problems okay. that were real life. Which are whole number times mixed number. Or actually, fra- sorry, whole number times fra- fraction. fraction times a... Okay, that fra- was embarrassing. <laughs> which was fraction times a whole number. Correct. My and bad. I think, yeah, all of them that I did were fraction times a whole. Okay. Um, And they had also a mini assessment where they did fraction times a fraction and it was just a website link and they, it gave them a, um, a grade. Okay. So now we are into mixed numbers and I need some good activities. Less is more. Yeah. Um, but I feel like i like, I really tried to let them discover the rule for fractions. Like, we're going to start with modeling. And every kid's parent was like, one-half times one-third is one-sixth. You multiply across the top and the bottom. Show her a picture. You know, they didn't mm-hmm. discover yeah. the rule, which I got to get over it. Yeah. You know, Corona's taken a lot of things from us. Yeah. Make it's it, taken that from yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like I need to just start with... I'm going to teach you how to do multiplying mixed numbers. And I want to teach the distributive property because three times three and a half, come on. Yeah. You don't need to change it into an improper fraction. Yeah. I want you to just be able to put those together. So I feel like I'm going to use the distributive property. I think I'm just going to have to make a video of here's the box and, you know, like I... In the real world, I would do a number talk, and yeah. we would discover it. And it would have a context. Yeah. You don't already have one? Well, I do, but it's, like, this is every way to do it. So do you feel like I just start with, this is how you multiply mixed numbers? Sometimes you use the distributive property. Sometimes you make them in proper fractions. What if you, you're saying your video is pretty long. Mm-hmm. What if you split it up? 
using like there's there are ways to make you only see a part of a YouTube video, right? There's ways to start it partway through. You can't stop it partway through. Mm. Well, there are ways, I'm sure, but like a built-in way, you can get yeah. a link to start it at a certain. I mean, what if you just stamp? say Mondays is watch the from here to here, and Tuesdays you watch from here to here. You know, like that would really simplify your life if you're not having to watch. You know, five. Okay, fifteen minutes. We're gonna do that. I'm gonna give you Monday. Can I write on this? Sure. So Monday, you're gonna watch the distributive property. Then, how in Google Classroom? What kind of a practice do I give you? Do I give you a PDF, and you solve them using the distributive property, and you take a picture of it, and you send it back to me? What kind of what can I hold them accountable for? To know that they have submitted something. I guess my lack of like, or do I just do a discussion board, write a question? So let me ask, so I'm, you're saying, you're saying keep it simple for the student and parents perspective. Mm -hmm. I'm over here saying keep it simple for your perspective. And you're telling me this morning when you first got here how much you spent of your day grading, checking, you know, do you have to have something that they turn in every day? Does it have to be every day? No. So why don't you not? Like, why don't you send them to this website and say, you know, answer five problem, do five practice problems on this website or something. And then like maybe, maybe some days there's not even something that they officially turn into you to simplify your life and their life, you know? Like, in a, in a, not an, you know, that will be some kids aren't going to do it. But in a lot of cases, they are going to do it, you know, because the parent's going to be there. Is that crazy? The whole world's crazy right now, so don't base it off of that. Yeah. That's minimally crazy. Okay. So maybe I don't need an assignment. So then the next day. I mean, I think that's where so much of this stress is coming from. And think about how, like, in your class... In, re- in the real classroom, you probably wouldn't have something that they would turn in. But I would be able to see right. and do that formative assessment. And that's the part that I am really missing. Like, I can't see your face to know your frustration level. So I did a Zoom this week. It was completely optional. Log in at 4 o'clock if you feel like you don't know how to model fractions. And Mrs. E is going to do Zoom. And have 110 students and 20 students showed up. Mm-hmm. And I said, we're going to model fractions. And if you get two right without any hints, I'm going to ask you to just leave. And the only reason I said that was because of the 20, I knew there were like five or six of them that did not need to be on there. Yeah. But they have no confidence in math, even though they totally got it. Yeah. And they started leaving. And so then we got down to six students. And then I said, okay, I want everyone's faces to be showing. Yeah. And I could totally, it was like, yes, I see that you still don't understand. So I'm going to just keep teaching. Yeah. And cool. we got down to like three kids. That's so cool, Ruth. It was. It was like, I'm like, man, you know, because there were a couple like, oh, I get this. Yeah. Okay. If you get this, do one more and then exit out of the Zoom. I think you should keep that. Yeah. That's cool. You should do that again, for sure. Well, I told him I would do it on Wednesdays. Yeah. Like, because you've had your Monday and Tuesday, yeah. and you're like, yes, I get this. So, Waffle okay, Wednesdays. so, so, <laughs> so, yeah, maybe there's, I mean, maybe I was taking it too far. Like, maybe there is something, or maybe there's just a check-in. Like, you went and you, you, you watch my five minute video this you narrowed it down to five minutes this is the site where you can i want you to do five problems and then the next maybe the turn in part is tell me how many you got right or you know like or tell me how you do it you write in your words how you use the distributive property so in the turn in button explain to me write a sentence of how you would solve three times three and a half yeah. And if they can write, first you would do three times three, then you would do three times a half. There you go. That, then there, then there's no pressure of an image. 
you know, or it could be if you want to, if maybe you could make it an option, but it also could just be answer the question verbally in this case. If you want to upload a picture, you can, but pick, it's fine if just be words. Okay. So then the next day you watch the video and you learn that you have to, I call it fractionize. I totally just make up that word and tell them it's, that's it's what word. it's called when you turn a mixed number into a fraction, just fractionized. <laughs> fractionized. Yikes. Um, <laughs> simplify it and multiply it. So, so, the, so wait, you're saying day two is where... If it's if it's not quite because sometimes you are going to get problems where it's not intuitive to use to the use district, district power, right? For sure. So this is where this is the algorithm that works all the time. You turn improper fraction into a mixed number and then multiply, like you know how to do. Okay, I want to make sure we were on the we're same gonna page. We're going to turn a mixed number into. You said it backwards. Oh, pff, and you also mess. said improper fraction. I'm sure there's someone out there being like, I can't believe they do math before breakfast and still do improper fraction. We know it's a fraction greater than one. That's just a oh, thank you habit that we are trying to break, right? Right, Ruth. Yeah, I'm trying real hard <laughs> to break that one. I can't even say the right words this morning. <laughs> okay, so you now have fractions greater than one. You're going to simplify. You're going to multiply. And then you have to do some kind of practice Again. On day two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you something. have any ideas for how you can practice other than, I mean, I can go to a website. I can find the website. But part of me is like, here's a PDF. Print it out, do it, and send me a picture of your finished PDF. Or print it out, or don't even print it out. Do these problems. Put them right in the text. Mm-hmm. And... Then click a link, like click this link to check your work where I've done the work and, and showed it and then right, tell me how many you got. Right. It's not for a grade. It's just for me to know, you know, So how you're, you're saying doing. that I could handwrite the problems, show all of my work. Put that in there. And then just click a link. So when you open this, I guess it would be a PDF or some kind of a Google Docs. Yeah. You would check it, and then you tell me how many you got right. What are you thinking, Jay? Are you even with us? Oh, I was not with us. Okay. (laughs) I mean, okay, that's putting some of the responsibility on them, you know, like, but but in a in a low pressure kind of way, you know. Okay. That's kind of how. Well, the other option is quizzes is what Adley's, I told you last time, is what Adley's teacher's using. I don't know whether you have to have a, um, like, login of some sort. Whether I'm assuming she has to have a login for that. It's a code. Yeah. Like, I've used quizzes, so yeah. I could just send them that and they could. So that's how Adley's doing it. She is getting the packet. And we're printing it. We wouldn't have to, but really, let's be honest. It for the what she's doing, it's hard to do that without the the problem right in front of yeah. you. Um, and then she's getting she's doing it all on paper, and then the teacher puts a link in there, and then that's how Ali checks it. So she, she types in the answer, and it tells her if she got it right or not. So if you really want to check it, that would be a way that it's letting the kid check it themselves. Okay. You know, the other the other thing has got to be how you can use Google Forms to check. Okay, so this is the other thing we have been encouraged. Well, we were at the beginning. I don't know if he would say this was changing his mind to give some kind of a project per se that you would introduce and you would give them like a week and a half to do it. And my thought was, pick a recipe and make it one and a half times bigger or here is the recipe and you can choose to make this one and a half times bigger in your house or you can just rewrite the recipe with all of the numbers one and a half times bigger that's good and that's your that's part of your assessment Mm -hmm. for multiplying mixed numbers i like that so what what format should I give that to them in? Like, I don't want to overwhelm them, but my girls who are like 
turning in their pictures of their mo- fraction models on their chalkboards with little decorations that they've done. OMG. You know? Yeah. Whatever. I can't believe you said that, Miss Extra. <laughs> I made a Google Classroom for my <laughs> homeschool. <Shut up. laughs> okay. Touche. Touche. You win. Uh, um. All right, help us out, Jay. That's a good question for you. Do you need to check back in? Shall we? Re- shall we repeat the question? <laughs> I something she said made me think of a. Um, or you guys are talking about made me think of a speaker I'd heard this week and I or heard this year, and I was just looking up his name and where he went, where he works. So if I talk about him, I would know who he is. So this time I wasn't just dozing off, okay, or, or dazing <laughs> off. I was not dozed off earlier. I was yeah. just not paying attention. This I was actually looking up something. So okay. say it again. So she wants to. She's got to do a bigger assignment, like a longer term assignment. I th- although I think this is an appropriate amount of longer term. And she gives going to give them a recipe and tell right. them to one and a half times it. And they can make it if they want to, or they can just literally like tell her how, how much it would be of each item if it's one and a half times bigger. So what should be the format in which they turn it into her? So what is the product? I mean, are they just going to type in the answer to this? And is it is it so that you can get the answer or so that they can know they're correct right away? No, it's so that I can get the answer. And now I'm thinking that if it's going to be like an assessment, I have this like table, Google Sheets kind of thing. Here's the recipe Mrs. E gave me. And I have to do half the recipe, one and half the recipe, and two and double the recipe. So I have to do it three different times, like put the numbers in three different ways. And then I can pick one of those to make it. I can make the actual recipe. And that's, maybe that's the, maybe that's a bonus point. Like if you show a picture to me, no, bro, like no. don't make brownies. No, like don't make it worth anything. Cause then the kid who doesn't, whose mom is like, I am not going to the store to buy you okay. eggs because I don't want to get sick that you can't put a grade yeah. on their access to materials. No, 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 no. Okay. So but you can say, make it and send me a picture and I'll send you a smiley face, you know, like, but, but no. don't send me the brownies. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, so is Google sheets the best way? I think if you, I would say, you know, you are making a, it sounds like to me, like you have a, a table in your head, mm-hmm. you know, with the recipe, you know, the, the amounts per ingredient and then a column for this and a column for this, or maybe a third column. And yeah, make that like a template, like share it with them. That's their template. They each get their own copy of that spreadsheet and then they fill in the boxes and you can, you can pre-fill a box or so in each column. If you think they need maybe a nudge. Google docs and a table is a better choice because they've never used sheets. And if you type a number in, it works in Excel, but if like I type three and a half, and it automatically turns it into a decimal. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I get you. I see that. So, yeah. I mean, any a, a table in, in, in docs. So, create a document that has the recipe at the top mm-hmm. and a table at the bottom. And you have to half it, one and a half it, and double it. Yeah. And the, and the benefit of that format is that for your grading, it's going to be so much faster than if you... Um, hand entering those answers in different items or and if like and that. if you said what in whatever format you want to tell me you're going to be searching and like this is just going to streamline yeah. your grading process can oh, okay go ahead i just the one this is maybe um too extra <laughs> but <laughs> like i would like as a student and the parent if i had t- at least two choices maybe three choices of recipes to pick from because I might not have eggs today, but I might have enough sugar to do this one, you know? So like that, that puts it, that makes it just that much more interesting or exciting or doable even if you have three different choices. And making sure they know that it's a choice between three and not, you have to do yeah. three recipes. Um, but you could still, I'm sorry to interrupting you twice. You could still put all three of those in the assignment, I think. Yeah. And then say, pick one, open one of those, and it would make the copy of yep. that one 
and then they would turn one of them okay, into you. Okay, you lost me. So I have to make three different Google you Docs. You have to. I'm but just saying it's if an If I option. wanted to. So yeah. three different Google Docs, because I was envisioning one Google Doc with the three recipes at the top. Sure. Do that and say fill in only one. Or each recipe have its own page. Yep. Instead of putting everything on the same page. Do page one or page two or page three. And then does the student submit all three pages to me? They would the all... documents in one document. So they would, I mean, yes, is the answer. Yeah, all three I would pages get would come all back, three back. But you would, they would just. Two of the pages are blank. Yeah. But maybe, so maybe you pick A, B, or C is better because then I only have to look at one. Right. When I'm grading it. Yeah, and you don't have to scroll and see which one. But it really would be pretty easy to make three because you once you find the recipes that are fairly mm-hmm. simple, take make that first one and then make a make a copy for yourself and just put the new recipe in the next yeah. one and then make a copy of that one and put the new recipe in the other one. Okay, so what kind of higher order thinking question do I have at the bottom that they write something? You your this measuring cup is dirty. What are you gonna do? Oh, or you, your family lost the one quarter cup. What are you going to do? Yeah, it's not dirty. We'd wash it. Right. <laughs> no, you lost it. <laughs> That's funny. Not in my house. <laughs> Never. It's gone for at least until tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Or, or, mm-hmm. um, you know, like you started with this much in the bottle and you know and after you made this recipe how much was there or something like that a subtraction question that you haven't taught yet <laughs> 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 i don't do that one. Don't do that one. Yeah. or like you have this much in a bottle do it in addition you have mm-hmm. this much your mom had two of two <laughs> bags of flour true story and it was this much in this one and this much in this one do you have enough to make this recipe why or why not She's writing down. That's a lot of pencil sounds. I wonder if it, they Sorry. can hear it. <laughs> okay. If they hear the pencil sounds, then she's really writing. And yeah, we're not she just sitting here she, lost. They'll know it's legit. <laughs> okay. So Monday we're doing distributive property. Tuesday we're doing the traditional algorithm. Wednesday I'm going to introduce the project. When is the project going to be due? In a week. Or, or at the end of next week. Okay, so I'm going to tell you about it Wednesday when in reality you could read about it. Sure. Monday. So I'm going to give you two whole weeks to do this. And we've going to, we're going to have moved on to division by the time you turn in this. Um, maybe, maybe that's too long. Are they – I mean, I don't understand. This seems like a lot to just do some conversions. Like, can you use this recipe to teach other things? Like, this seems like a great real-life example to work in other ways of manipulating or working with fractions or units or measurement. Um, and when you first start thinking, I was like, you know, it's great to teach math concepts through a context. And this is a great context that, you know, you're sitting at home. A lot of people are baking or making things. Um, is there a way you can teach other stuff so that it's not all this to multiply fractions three times because if you multiply, if it's just three different you know columns of multiplying fractions that that shouldn't take more than a day i mean why are you why are you so maybe it's due friday and then maybe they can make it over the weekend and send you pictures if they want to if it's only yeah. going to be that if you if they're only getting that out of the out of the recipe then i don't think you need to push it longer except for you're trying to get something that's a week and a half long because you were told to do that so I don't have to. I mean, I could say Monday do this, Tuesday do this, and Wednesday through Friday. Just group all of those together. And, I mean, let's be honest. Your parents are going to check it. Your parents are going to make sure it's correct. Yeah. Um. So just make it do Friday. And then on – well, it's – yeah, okay. So then maybe there's just some kind of – like, is that my test? Is that the only way that I tested or is there some kind of Google form that I give them some computation questions and some real life application that they do on Friday? Like a 10 question. I think that's what I'll do too, is mm-hmm. some kind of Google form 
assessment that's not checking yeah that you have to send to me yeah okay that's all i got i think this is going to be more manageable than last week and i think your parents and kids are going to go oh okay (laughs) We're, we're all figuring it out it's good right all right what are your takeaways I just wrote down a whole page of my takeaways. I got to go home and <laughs> find the recipes and then yeah. put them in a Google Docs and probably answer at least 15 emails that we've gotten since you've been here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you looked at my trash for my Gmail account, yeah. I bet there's like 500 emails in the last two days. Because you get an email every time a kid yeah. comments and they're not commenting like, hi. They're commenting like, I don't get this. And then you have to say, well, I don't know what you're talking about. So you'll have to give me some more clarification. This <sighs> assignment. I don't know what assignment you're talking about. The one on the website. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So there's my takeaway. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Do you have one? I think it just, you know, it's, it is interesting being a parent, married to an elementary school teacher and working on a college campus to see how many different ways and friends with somebody who works at a different school system, you know, how many different ways this is being handled and how many different solutions have been come up, have, have been created. And, you know, it is heartening that a lot of places are, you know, trying to create their solutions to meet their students. Not always. Sometimes this, I think sometimes they're trying to slap on a, a ready-made solution that doesn't fit their, their population, but it's interesting to, to be, to see so many different vantage points of how this is working right now. Yeah. I think my takeaway is just that this is, I don't know, it's not very deep, but like this is, this is it for the next eight weeks at least, you know, or however many we got left is about eight, I think. Um, and we, we just got to dig in and figure out the best that we can while still remembering that on the other end are still families who are still scared who are still trying to make it work in a lot of, for a lot of different reasons, jobs and, you know, like we have to balance this responsibility to get them to know what they're supposed to know with like, there's a worldwide pandemic going on and people are scared, you know? So just, this is a real life and we have to figure it out, you know? Yeah. So make it here work. Here we are. Make it work. Do your best. All right. We're rooting for you friends out there in yep. whatever role you're in and we're going to make it. That's my deep, thoughts for today. (laughs) All right. See you on a run, Ruth. See ya.